The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felous, your host, and I hope that you are having an excellent week. I am feeling very aligned and um, I'm sending a little bit of that beautiful energy here into the energy of my voice, so I hope it will reach you and you will be beca- you will be aware of it. You will... Feel the difference in your body, maybe, because I'm really intending for that. Today is going to be about how to not feeling anxious, even though you feel that life as a mother right now is too much, that you are not equipped to handle it all. I know that this is a notion, this is a thought that spiraled me into depression back, back, back uh, 2018 maybe, maybe a little bit before, 17. And it's a very, very dangerous thought. And the more we repeat it, the more we believe it, the more we live it, the more it happens. So I would like to give you two ways to feel safer and of course we're gonna we're gonna finish with a a feeling safe tapping like five minute tapping because I know that it helped me uh, a lot if you're new to this podcast you may not know that what what was my thought it was this is too much this is too hard I can't This is too much. And I kept repeating that in a loop. And it brought me to wanting to disappear. It was like, I don't know that it was really a suicidal thought. Maybe it was because I was really wishing for a lightning to take me. I I would never have killed myself. I didn't want to do that to my kids. But if God was doing it, I was okay with it. That was my my, uh, train of thought back then. And it was sad. It was hard. I felt like I had 
the earth on my back. I felt sad. I felt alone. I felt that I didn't know what I would do. I didn't know the solution. I just knew it was too much for me. It was too much for one person. How can you deal with what was going on with my kids experimenting with stuff at parties, with them putting themselves in danger? That was too much. I was waking up in the middle of the night in anxiety with palpitations, etc. All because of that thought, it's too much. And of course, all the other thoughts that were catastrophizing, like me imagining them hurt or, or worse. So what can you do when you are experiencing this kind of thoughts, when you're experiencing this kind of feeling in your body, emotion that it's too much and you're, you don't have what it takes. That was my thought. I don't have what it takes. It's too much. What can you do? First, of course, you can tap. Actually, that three ways because I'm, I'm adding the tapping, which we'll, we'll do at the end of the session here. But not in the moment because when you are feeling that much anxiety, a thought will not uh, take you out of the ditch, let's say. It will. I'm reading a book. I'm, I'm thinking about a ditch and I'm going to digress, but I thought it was, <laughs> it's funny. I'm reading a French book that takes place in the World War, First World War, World, World War One, where they were in what we call the trenches. I think that's, you can say that in English too. They were like on some holes in the dirt to be protected and they put some bags of sand on the top. You know, if you've seen the movie with Tom Hanks, uh, I forgot the name of it, when they... They arrived to Normandy. In French, we call that the débarquement. I'm sure there were some there. But all the World War I movies, you see those trenches. And in this book, so they are fighting one of the last battles against the Germans. And they are being driven by a captain who wanted to to come out of the war as a hero and he realizes that it's the end of the war and it's his last opportunity. So he has them fight and he, well, I'm not going to tell you the, the, all the story of the book, but if you have the opportunity, I don't know if it was um, um, translated in English. His name is Pierre, oh my gosh, Pierre Lemaitre. And I'll put, I'll, maybe if I find it in English, I'm not sure, I'll put the link because it's a great book. Oh my gosh. It's such well written and written and um, so much details. You really find yourself there. And the thing is, the, the, all the setting of the story is that the hero of the book is, has fallen into a huge ditch that was... Um, Wow, 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 I don't know the word in English. One of the, you know, those bombs that they sent through airplanes that look like missiles that made a huge crater into the earth and he fell in there. And because it's all wet and muddy, he cannot go back up. And the title of the book is Goodbye from, Goodbye Above, because he's down. And <laughs> that's why I had the idea of the ditch. 
uh, as I was talking. I'm sorry for the di- for, for for digressing like that, but that was funny in my mind. So let's go back to our topic. When you're in anxiety because you feel that there is too much going on, your your teen is really acting out. You don't know what to do anymore. There is so much. You've tried things and you feel that you're not equipped and you don't know what you're going to do. You don't even know if there is, there is a solution. You seem like everywhere you're looking, it's too much. You don't know what to do. There is confusion. You feel hopeless. Thinking only will not get you out of that ditch. You need a body intervention tool. And that's where tapping comes into place. So that's one number one tool. That's where you need to start. Calming down your nervous system. And then later, or later during the day, if you feel really, really centered and calm, better... Or even another day when you, you're, you're, nothing is really happening in the moment, you're not tr- triggered, you can go to tool number two, which is a review of the challenges that you went through in your life. And I know, I know, believe me, because I've been there, that maybe nothing looks as dramatic as, wh- as what's going on because we're talking about your kid, we're talking about you feeling that maybe they're unsafe, like it was the case for me. Maybe you're talking about you feeling unsafe. Maybe you're talking about there is no solution to our problem. So sometimes this seems way bigger than anything we went through. Or even if you went through dramatic stuff or difficult stuff, like it was the case for me. I went through a hep B, a hepatitis B that almost killed me. It was really dramatic because there were three days that we were not sure that I would survive. It still didn't seem as dramatic in my body. I wasn't as triggered than what was going on with my kids happened. So even though your past challenges may seem smaller, I want you to take a piece of paper to write down what did you go through at the time. And it may be anything in your life, any time in your life. And how did you get out of it? What was your involvement in the solution? What did you do? What did you think? What did you, how were you? When I'm talking about were you, it's who were you? Who did you have to become to access the solution? Like to become the most powerful and impactful mother that you can be, you have to choose emotional freedom. You have to work with learning to self-regulate emotionally. Otherwise, you're you're being taken hostage by your emotions. So what did you do? And go even deeper. Go through your life. What qualities and strengths do you know for sure that you possess? I know for sure that I have tenacity. I go the distance. I know for sure that I'm strong because I stood on by myself with three kids in a country where I had no family, no financial support from my ex-husband, no financial support from anyone, and no emotional support even because 
I had no one there that could really help me when, when things were going on. And frankly, because I'm the coach of my family and friends, they always think I'm so strong and, and they don't see when I need support. They don't know. They don't even know how to, to give it to me. And I also haven't cultivated, I didn't cultivate the habit of asking for help back then. So I know I'm strong. I know I'm resourceful. I have gone through a lot with my kids. When I divorced someone who has a, an addiction to alcohol problem, I know I'm resourceful to find solutions. When I had to go to work and I didn't have a babysitter at the beginning when I divorced, I didn't even have the budget. When I had to survive on a very a lower income at the beginning when I divorced and I was afraid to end up in the street, I found ways. So I know I'm resourceful. I'm asking you to do the same. What do you know you are? And if you can't see that in yourself, access that in yourself, ask your friends. I know when I was down a few weeks ago, when I was struggling with my business and I was sick and everything was difficult, I had a friend reminding me how much I have, uh, how much I have accomplished in my life because I was feeling that my business, my practice wasn't growing as fast as I wanted. And frankly, I suffer from impatience. That's one of my life lessons. I'm sure there are a lot of you like me. She reminded me how much I have accomplished. And, and even if it's not business-wise uh, to the level I, that I wanted, I have done many other things. So same thing for you. Where do you not see yourself and your strength and your, your, the way that you're equipped? You're, you are highly equipped, but you don't remember it. Or maybe you don't identify it because it doesn't look like what you would be needing needing to be a, a stronger mother or uh, solving your problem right now. For me, I know I, I'm equipped as a mom. I don't feel equipped as a marketer. And that's also something I need to change. It's a perception. So what did you go through in your life? And how did you surmount overcome your challenges? What strength or quality or ability did you have to demonstrate to get out of, of that? And have that somewhere where you, where you can refer to it. Because when you are down, when you need it, and maybe if no one knows how to bring you back up, sometimes that happens. People just don't know because they don't know how to do it for themselves. So how would they do it for you? You can look back and that will help you say, okay, I know I have that. I, it's just a question of me accessing it. I'm going to tap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever I have to do. And maybe you want to look at it every day for a while when you, you're really challenged. Every day you're going to remember, I passed this. And I, I overcame this. I, I demonstrated this. It may not have to be a challenge. Maybe you have a strength that you demonstrate every day at work. Like... Being detailed, details-oriented, that's one of mine. I'm in accounting. I know I'm detailed, details-oriented, and that helps me sometimes. Sometimes not, but that's something I have. 
I know to also have a clear picture, like I can look at a report and analyze, I can do that in my life. What is it for you? And remind, re reminding yourself every day, you look at it and you, you connect with that quality, that archetype in you. What archetype do you have that can help you? So that's tool number two. Tool number three is being able to be empty as far as the form. I talked about it in the last episode or in a few episodes ago about not being attached to the form that it needs to come with, being attached to the way it feels, being attached to remembering that uncertainty doesn't necessarily mean danger. That's one of the hardest things because our brain is wired in a way that is trying to avoid any uncertainty at all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I had a conversation not so long ago. Oh, yeah, with, with uh, a tapping client. We were going to, we, we, have, we were planning on tapping on her fear about losing her boyfriend, That means him dying. And she was, and I asked her, what triggers you thinking about that? And her answer was, I want to prepare myself in case it happens. I want to prepare myself when, if when we're very old and married, this happens. And I told her that's one of the biggest illusion of our brain that, that by thinking and analyzing and turning the problem in every angle, we're going to be prepared for it emotionally for when it happens. That's an illusion. And if anything, that weakens us because we allocate some of our precious energy to the worst case scenario. Or she may die before him. You don't know. I don't wish that on her, but we don't know. 
And same thing with our teenagers. When I was in the midst of what was going on, with one of my teens really trying something that, my God, thank God she's alive. I, 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 I imagine the worst, but look now. Both my girls who are alone in the US are totally fine. Totally normal people. Building their, their professional life, building their lives. So we don't know. Uncertainty doesn't necessarily equate danger. And that's the second tool is becoming friends with uncertainty. And the way that I do that with my clients and with myself is by looking back again. All the ways, all the occasions that life, God, the universe, source had proven me that it's there for me and that it's there for my kids. It will continue. And letting the universe decide what form is the best to solve your problem. And that comes from listening to your intuition step by step, not going too far into the solution, asking, so neutralizing your anxiety, tapping, tapping, tapping. You're going to tell me tapping until the day I die because this is, I see so much transformation in me, in my clients, things that look like, I have clients who were abused as kids by their parents. I had a client who was almost strangled by, by one of her parents. I have parents who were um, witnessed stuff, uh, their parent, their, their other parent being abused. It, it, traumatic, traumatic stuff. And tapping has changed their life. So you will hear me saying tapping you're going to get sick of it <laughs> because I, that's how much I believe in it. That's how much I use it. And that's how much I see the results. Uh, there, there is now, I think, 5,000 cases in um, a website for veterans to use tapping for free that have been uh, recorded with helping with PTSD. And that's also... Um, something that Dawson Church is working, has worked with um, the military and the veterans to help them. So it's, has, it ha there are over, over a hundred studies, scientific studies to prove that it has an impact. So when you are like that, tap. And then relinquish Ask the universe to show you what is the next step. What do I need to know now is the, the best question. That's what, uh, that's what I did. Um, that's what I still do because there are still challenges. Your life will always have challenges. Uh, and, and your kids, I have a very sensitive son who is sometimes struggling with, with his emotions and moods and and. As a mother, of course you react to that. So you calm yourself and you ask, what am I supposed to know? What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to meet? What needs to happen? Show me. And just that next step. And from that next step, 
you will ask for the next step. And then resources will come. It may be like read a book. It may be like a phone number that we had recently for something here where they can help him in English, uh, not with the language, but help him with what he wants to do in English. It's, there is help. Uncertainty, when you leave space to uncertainty, intentionally, you open the door to help without being unflexible, with flexibility of how it's going to come, what it's going to mean. Maybe you want your kid to be in that certain school, like I was doing with my membership, wanting so much, so much, so much. But that's not the right path for them. Maybe you need to calm down, stop seeing their future as a catastrophe, and relinquish and see the next step, and maybe it's another school. Maybe. You don't know. Like if you know my story, my daughter started ditching school and she, she I didn't even know, the, she blocked the phone number in my uh, cell phone, so I didn't get the calls from the school, which frankly was a little bit irresponsible because they could have sent something by mail, but she wasn't going to school for at least two months when I, dis when I discovered that. And I had to switch her from the high school where she was to a, a hybrid school where she was half online and half uh, physically there. And she graduated at the end. That's something that I wouldn't have wanted if I had my, if I had a magic wand, I wanted her to, to graduate from that specific high school. And the way that quote unquote is normal, like everybody does it. But I listened. I listened to her. I listened to what the universe showed me and we found the perfect school. And that was actually the school that I also switched my son to at a certain point when things were not going well and I saw that the school where he was was really, really... I, I, it, what, what they were doing was outrageous, insane. And I switched him to that school again and... When COVID hit, he was already used to being online. It wasn't something new. So in a way, it served what came later. And it happened so many times in my life. Like when I went to my depression because they were acting out and out of control, it helped me learn to cooperate with the universe, to change the way I was doing and seeing life. And it helped me for later when one of my teens tried to commit suicide and ended up in a psychiatric hospital. I was so strong back then. I was, I'm still amazed with, of course it wasn't easy, but with the, I would say the grace, because grace was there with me. That I, I dealt with that and my family dealt with that because my daughters, um, I mean, We all had to change. We all had to make the house safe at some point. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't, it didn't make me crumble down. Because before that, I went through a depression that helped me change the way that I was doing and approaching life. So leave space for uncertainty. Leave space for the universe to show you how they 
support you, how they guide you, how they intervene for you, how they send you resources. And in that way, you are equipped. You are. You know, one of my mantra, I, I'm not going to tell you, we're going to jump now in a, to a five-minute tapping session. So if you're new to tapping, you can pause this episode and go to... Uh, you can actually, before you listen to the tapping, go to liveeft.com. That's my page where I demonstrate the tapping points for you. Or you can go on YouTube and find uh, my introduction to tapping. But I'm going to describe the points to you, so there is no need. And we're, it's going to be a very short tapping session. I suspect that you may not be in an anxiety, although you may be. Maybe that's what you needed. Maybe that's how the universe started supporting you, sending you to this episode because you feel spiraling down and not equipped for what's going on. So sit down in a private spot because it looks a little bit weird. And we're going to start by tapping with three fingers on the side of your hand between the pinky and the wrist. Saying, even though I feel that I may not be fully equipped, and I'm saying not fully equipped, but if you feel that you're not equipped, you re really release the, the fully, just say, I'm not equipped. Even though at some level I feel not equipped for what's going on, I'm open and ready to loving and accepting myself anyway. And we're going to repeat, continue tapping with your three fingers. Even though at some level I don't feel equip, equipped for what's going on, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Or I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Even though at some level I don't feel equipped for what's going on, I deeply and completely accept how I feel. Now tap with three fingers on the top of your head. I'm not sure I'm equipped. Tap on the beginning of your eyebrow on the nose bridge with two fingers. I may not be equipped. Tap on the side of the eye on the bone, on the corner of the eye. I feel anxious right now. Tap under the eye. All that anxiety in my body, on the bone. Tap between the nose and the mouth. All that anxiety right now in my body. Tap with two fingers under the mouth, in the crease. All that feeling of anxiety in my body right now. Now tap with three fingers, both hands are just hand under the collarbone, just when it's soft, just under it, where it meets the, both, the breastbone. All that anxiety because I don't feel equipped. Now tap under the arm where the bra line would be. All that anxiety because I don't feel equipped. Then again on the head. All that anxiety in my body right now. Eyebrow point. I acknowledge this anxiety in my body. Side of the eye. I honor how I feel. Under the eye. 
all that anxiety in my body. Under the nose. All that anxiety in my body. Maybe I can let some of it go. All that anxiety in my body under the mouth. And you think and repeat all the anxiety in my body. I'm willing to let some go. Under the arm. All, despite all that, that anxiety in my body, I choose to feel safer. Top of the head. I choose to feel safer because right now I am safe and they are safe. Eyebrow point. Right now, in this moment, we are safe. Side of the eye. I now let go of some of my anxiety and see if you can get an image or sensation under the eye. I now choose to let go of some of my, of my anxiety under the nose because right now, in this moment, I am safe under the mouth. Right now, in this moment, they are safe. Under the collarbone. I open the door to the universe supporting me. Under the arm. In this moment, I am safe and opened to the universe, universe's help or sources help, top of the head. In this moment, I am safe and open to the universe guiding me and supporting me. And now take a deep breath. I forgot to tell you to really connect with that anxiety in your body, but obviously that's where you would be before you start tapping and now see your anxiety level after the tapping if it went up you redo that tapping if it went down you can redo some of it until it goes down to a zero or maybe it's just at a one and it doesn't disturb you so much but that's one way you can use tapping to bring you back to the moment where you are in this specific moment Nobody came to tell you that there was a catastrophe. Everyone is safe and coming back to this moment will help you lower the anxiety. I invite you to come to um, the Facebook group because we're going to do maybe a longer version of that. So whether you attend live or you watch it later on replay, you can always ask questions, put comments, co-parenting with the universe Facebook. And remember... I have what it takes. That was my mantra. And I repeated it maybe 100 times during the day. I have what it takes. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform of your choice. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. 
On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.